0: Okay, so in the we're in the Hebrew, um, we're on page thirteen. <clears throat> but let's just quickly summarize what, what we've been learning, what's going on, so we can put ourselves in the proper context. we <clears throat> the where um, the the second line from the top of thirteen. That's where he starts getting into the second minya, the second. Uh, thing that holds back khizaka maqshava. So let's just in the So we remember that Piazetsna is teaching us that in our generation, even though in previous generations there were those that purified their bodies, elevated their bodies, refined themselves, became idle, became sensitive, made their bodies sensitive, and only then they started going into going to Avidasa serving Hashem, only then did they start using the makshava using the thoughts <coughs> to serve Hashem. Pius <coughs> said we can't do that in our generation. Because <coughs> in our generation, the spark will go out, right? We don't, we don't have time. We, we'll end up, we're not going to be able to purify the body and then the mind will, will be left with nothing. So we have to use whatever power we have to be machazik the to strengthen our thoughts of Hashem. ...which again, that's the whole of Bnei Machshav ...that that's what we're learning over here... ...that really, what makes a person an Oivet Hashem... We're very, ...we're very used to saying that it has to do with... ...you know, external things that a person does... ...but the Pizzesna is saying that, that the deepest of Oivet Hashem is in, inside... ...is in the internal world, about thinking about Hashem... ...using our thoughts to connect to Hashem... ...and the Pizzesna brought a proof and he said... ...in case one might think that you're not holding there... ...I'm not on that level... So Pisa says every single one of us by ni'ilah. If somebody would have come over to you by ni'ilah and say, uh, you know, did you see the Yankees? You would know, look at them like they're crazy. So we all are able to get into that zone. We're all, we're all able to get into that consciousness. So what are we lacking? Pisa says, what are we lacking? <clears throat> and then in his gimel... He said, so at the end of his bez he says that we, if we're lazy with it, it'll just rot away, this, this power that we have. And so Nois Gimli introduced and he says, this idea of shichlul shituach the development, the, the spreading out and the strengthening of machshava, of actual active thought. That's the essay, that's the foundation of the whole Hevra, of this whole Hevra senu. And the main means that we're going to use to connect our Veda, that we shouldn't be like the maidservant, like the child of the maidservant that's like hanging out there behind the millstone when you have, you know, the, the, the helps children, feels very not at home. Uh, you know, uh, when the, the, the housekeeper has to bring their kid on the day off or something, and like the house, the kid is like, you know, is in this house that his mother's cleaning or something. And he, that, so some people feel, unfortunately, in Judaism like that. Like you're in somebody else's house, like you know, it's not you don't belong here. So Pizan says we don't want that anymore. We want a Yiddishkeit that we're like a child by a father, that we a child by a loving father that wants the connection and, and feels the closeness of the father. That's how we want to feel the closeness of Hashem. And then he said, Vihine <coughs> He said, "Kol ikur kushiyas I'm reading from the bottom of, of uh, page twelve. To, I'm just uh, going to go through it quickly. That, What's the main problem? What's the main challenge? What makes it so difficult for a person to control their thought? To be able to hold it without making it means to let go. Meaning to direct one's thought. You know, I was just thinking about the other day something I was learning from the Mitter The word kavana. We all know Kavana, Tfilas of Kavana. What does Kavana mean? What does the word actually mean? Intention. So everyone usually translates it as intention, uh, awareness, consciousness. But what does the word actually mean? Directedness. Directedness. Yeah. right? Kavana, L'chaven, Kivun, is a direction. Kavana is to direct oneself to God. <coughs> <coughs> And so, really, to be able to have that kavana, to be able to hold that thought, to be able to have the kavana of being able to direct oneself towards God in a, uh, um, a continuous way. A continuous way. Oh, and he says, that's what, what happened. He spilled simon bracha. Another simon bracha. Another simon bracha. Hevaldik. so yeah so that's the Nakud that we're trying to get that the machshava to be able to hold it to be mechav in it to direct one's thought to Hashem to use the machshava to rein in the machshava to use it as the way to connect to Hashem so the kapia Zetze says the difficulty in doing so lies in two things right this is how we this was the last few minutes last week the difficulty in doing so lies in two things. And these two things he's gonna introduce now, but he's gonna speak about them a lot throughout the book, so it's important to remember them. First and foremost, he says it's a lack of passion, it's a lack of eslavus. it's a lack of fieriness, it's a lack of of feeling, right? We don't have a feeling of A person doesn't have a feeling, whether a feeling of sim a joyous feeling or a bitter feeling, but a lively bitter feeling. When a person has this oirus, when a person is awake, when a person is aroused, like on Yom Kippur, like we said before, so then a person's thoughts are, are, are easily controlled because you're feeling something, because it's touching you and your emotions. I want to read to you. Oh, don't do that to me. Safari got rid of it. Okay, one second. Come on. There we go. Okay. The Pizetzner has a safer called Tzav Zirus. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it is is really a spiritual diary. It's translated in English as to heal the soul, which unfortunately right now on Amazon costs fifty dollars. So if you could afford it, you know, all the power to you. But it's a if one can afford it, it's it's a great it's a great book. It's not it needs my askama. But it's much more intimate. It's like the Piyaz saying ideas, you know, reflections. So this is from the ninth, this is the ninth reflection of the Piyaz Etzner in Savazirus. Listen to this. because this connects to what he's saying. What's the, the, what we're learning now, what's the first challenge to Avedis HaMachshava, to holding them, to being a Bnei Machshava Toeva? What's the first challenge? Lack of passion. Lack of emotion. Lack of feeling. Because we know when we feel something, our thoughts are there, and again, and we have many examples from real life. I mean, you, know, you know, daily life. I don't like to say real real life is when you're serving Hashem, but daily life, like you know, when you're when you're feeling love for your child, you're completely present, right? So you, you don't have to work to keep your machshava there. So listen to this piece from Tzava It's a very uh, pa- very powerful idea. Nefesh ha'odem ohevus Ragesh.
1: The
0: soul, huh? What section is it? Nine, Tess. Oh. Nefesh litragesh. The soul of a person, a person's uh, soul, a person's uh, being. Litragesh. The human soul, the way it translates here in Sfaria, which is a really nice translation, the human soul relishes sensation. The human soul loves to feel. Litragesh means to feel emotions, right? Largish means to feel. So the soul of a person relishes feeling. Feeling itself. Feeling itself moved. Right? What's boredom? Boredom is when one is not content with self and seeks external things to give oneself something to do and you don't have that. Right? But but the soul, what the soul likes to make it not bored is the, the soul likes the most... So it gets affected by things outside. It's It likes being involved in external things. But the most thing that the soul likes is to be moved, to feel something, to feel emotion. <coughs> and the Piazesna says, Not only does a person like feeling only joy, tragesh Even any emotion it enjoys... Even if it's to get moved, crying in sadness, the soul wants that. That's where there's a whole genre of a genre of movies called tearjerkers. jerkers, right? They're not so popular these days because people, you know, whatever they like more fantasy But the uh, Lana Turner in the good old days, there was tear jerkers. If you ever see one, I dare you to watch a Lana Turner movie and not cry. Mama, the whole Indian was to cry. <coughs> Why is that? I think I mentioned before. Aristotle says that it's called catharsis. The real translation of catharsis. Catharsis is the soul wants to feel itself. The soul wants to let out energy by feeling itself, by, by using itself, by feeling. And so Aristotle said that a person likes to like watch theater, watch drama, to watch other people suffering, because then you get to have the feeling, without it not, but it's not about you you get to experience the feeling but it doesn't have the downside that it's about you it's like you're crying but somebody else's tears so you get to cry but it's a, people like to cry i remember <clears throat> someone told me that they gave a speech once speech once to a huge group of uh, satmar women and totally was trying to explain something and um, you know these all these hungarian women and and afterwards you know they said thank you and uh, they said that, thank you very much, but you know, the, it wasn't as good as the one last week, somebody said. What was last week? Last week he managed to get everyone to cry. That was the sim, and that was a good speaker. He managed to get everyone, there was not one, one dry, uh, has the go, not one uh, dry eye in the room, right? So Pisetsi says because a person likes to feel that's why we go on roller coasters because you like to feel that terror again without the actual it being scary. So a person likes to feel even crying. Oh heveish liris marus The Pisetsi says a person likes to see scary things. Vilishmo meisius <laughs> neirois and to hear scary stories like uh, drama stories. Ad <laughs> even to the point the person likes to hear read a book that's going to make him cry, in order to be able to feel through that, to be able to have an emotional feeling. It is a need, a necessity of the soul to get to feel, to feel something, to have feeling. Like all the other needs of the soul. Let's see how he translates it here. This is an intrinsic constitutive need of the soul among all its other constitutive needs, right? It's, it's, it's a need, like the soul, like a person needs food, like a, like a soul needs love, like a soul needs, you know, so, so everything that a person needs to be able to function, one of them is to feel, to have emotions. He says, says the possessor, and here's his punchline, "Lachain, <laughs> Raka Isha m'shalem chukaze ba'avayda, Therefore, only a person that pays the dues, the soul's dues, meaning feels, when it comes to Avedas Hashem, feeling in Torah, feeling in Davening, only that person is guarding their soul. Only that person is Avedas Kotshe When a person... Serves Hashem without passion, without feeling, and with boredom. So Pizzetzer says two things will happen. One of two bad things. Number one, Mm. Or the soul will seek out other cheap... uh, How does he translate it over here? Other cheap feelings. Mm. Cheap, even forbidden stimulation. Yeah. The soul will seek out his... Cheap thrills, yeah. Tevakishla nefeshesh, srakshis achere zolot, other cheap thrills, other, other things that, uh, that, that, that the soul, that, that's going to give the soul feeling. It's going to seek it out in other places. I don't have to tell you, I'm sure everyone agrees that, you know, when you see teenagers these days going off the derech, it, it's like it's not their fault. Like the amount of stimulation that's, that's, that's there available today from the other side, <laughs> unless you give a Yiddishkeit that's mamish-like with feeling, the, the that's is saying that, that they're, they're going to seek it out elsewhere. What do you expect? A person needs it. The person needs it. The soul needs it. So he says, oh, he's going to look at his rakshas acher zolot. He's going to seek out other cheap thrills. Even if even it's a sin. Lahashlem chuka. Right? Boredom brings to very terrible things. You know, there's a, the, the Gemara actually says that you're allowed to make people work, even work that they don't need to do, mipnei ashimum, that they shouldn't be bored. Because Ashimim may be the day zima, because boredom brings to immoral, illicit relationships. So you're allowed to give a person something as a shifcha, something to work, even if it's not really necessary, just so they shouldn't sit and idle. So that's, you know, it's important not to be, you know, you have to pay the dues some way. You have to make it feel somehow. But this is this is more than what? boredom. This is that the soul is malnourished. Yeah, not getting the passionately. But that What's isn't that? isn't boredom another way of saying that the yeah. soul is is malnourished? Right. Maybe. Because the truth is, listen. Ultimately, like it says in. Great thinkers throughout the ages and, and holy ones as well have all said that the greatest, the most richest person and the happiest person is one that could sit with their own thoughts and be content mm-hmm. that 's a big thing a person's able to do that right that's uh, that's why Thoreau went out to uh, to uh, what was it called again Walden 's Pond. so yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's a very deep thing that a person could sit and just be content with their own being. That's really what meditation is about, ultimately. It's just to be happy with what is, just to sit with what is. So, but, but ultimately, a person's gonna do that with feeling. So, you're lucky, you're a monk, you're a rich person, if your feeling, your emotions, you get moved by being able to be still within oneself. It's a very lucky person. But to be moved you have to. Something has to move you. Something has to excite you. So are you're gonna look for other things, cheap things, even if they're in vera, even sinful things, Lahashtam to pay the dues. Oh, or Pizza says a different thing could happen. And if and you might be aware of some communities like Sof, Or the soul is possibly gonna become sick. Going to become sick, like in one of the machleis the sicknesses of the soul, emotionally ill from lack of emotion. Person that denies them that is so completely detached from their own feeling, you know. And unfortunately, there's there's a lot of uh, elements and among among the Jewish people that that that's their way of like dealing with you know not being stimulated from the Judaism so they just cut off feeling anything and that, and that brings to all sorts of that could bring to very deep mental problems it's a, it's a very dangerous thing so the Pizetsna is saying that not feeling anything is impossible we have to feel something and so Pizetsna says back back into our Safer the Pizetsna says so therefore also one of the things that hold back the ability to keep one's machshava focused is not being excited not feeling not being able to give the soul what it needs. Whatever, you know, the, the reason that, what's, a, what's a, good, a good book, a good movie? Something that catches you, that gets you feeling, right? And, you, and when you're doing that, you're focused. Because you're feeling it, you're focused. That makes you focused. So, so that's says. So that's one thing: lack of lack of emotion, lack of excitement. Let's go further. Page thirteen, second line. When you do when you're in a situation where you're surrounded by people who don't seem excited or passionate about, let's say, their Judaism. And uh, I mean, the, the environment is sometimes like that. I mean, not always. Like, yeah. Well. It's, yeah. I mean. It seems like. A, yeah. I mean, the, to be. Tr- situation. People find themselves in all the time. I mean, lack of passion is one thing. A person can be surrounded with a lot of worse things as well. Right. You know, Avram Avinu were called the Hebrew nation because Avram was called Ha'ivri. And so the Gemara asks, Medrash, what, what, what does it mean, Ha'ivri? So the simple pshat is Me'evra Lanahar. He was on the other side, from the other side of the Euphrates. Right? He was and Lanahar. But... The Medrish says, Chazal say What's Pshat Ha'ivri? What was Avam Ivri? That the whole world was on one side and he was on the other. It was him against the world. He, was, he fought his entire culture, his entire country, his entire family. He had no one. He was by himself. And that's why he's called Avam Ivri. And that's where the word Hebrew comes from. And that's the ultimate yesoid of the Jewish people, and that's the ultimate foundation of what it means to be a Jew. To be able to <clears throat> be on the other side when everyone is against you. To not be influenced by his surroundings. <clears throat> and that that's by generating one's own passion, which is what, what he's talking about. Right? Not to be and, and I'm not saying it's not difficult, it's very difficult, but ultimately that's you know Yeah. yeah we all be more like Abba. Amen. Yeah, yeah. We have his Koy in us, he was our father's we have it within us you know Jews always had the uh, audacity to challenge the status status quo and to go against you know throughout whatever revolution there was there were Jews involved because they have that we have that ability to, to be against the world to go against number two there's another thing and yeshba, He has another lack that makes it that he has a hard time controlling his thoughts, and that is what mumtivi. It's a natural blemish. That what he was born He was born without a strong thought. He, he was born without being able to have a strong thought. So pizasu says that, that says that's something that seemingly is a natural thing. Like what are you going to do? It's not his fault. He was born without a strong machshava. So what do you want from him? And Pizza says, so you might think, he's going to later say, this isn't true, but he's saying now, you might think, imagine you say to a person that has a small seichal, has a small, a small intellect, say a chiddish. Learn toysis by yourself and, and explain, you know, what's toysis as chiddish, you know, say to a person that that is a simple mind. It's, it's not fair. They won't be able to do it. won't be able to do it. He's not able to do it because he has a smaller mind, smaller, smaller intellect. I want to just show you, because this is very important for the whole point of the book. Notice that he's using, and he's going to do it in a few sentences also, he's using different words for the muscle that he's giving. He just brought a muscle of trying to tell to, uh, telling a simple person to say everywhere, or something, right? That's a muscle to explain What? that seemingly a person that's born without a strong machshava to tell them to hold their machshava. So you see he, in this, he's already saying how the, he's distinguishing between two types of, of, the, of usage of the mind. He's distinguishing between cognitive, intellectual thinking and meditating. And, and, the, and what we, we're learning is machshava, which is training thought, actually having a thought process. There are two different things. There's being sharp, there's being smart, and then there's a person that's able to hold their mind in one place. That has nothing to do with being smart. And you see, being sm- what we call smart is what he calls seichal. What, 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 he, what we're learning, Bnei Machshava tov, what he's going to say is for everyone, is machshava, is being able to train the thoughts, train the mind. Yeah. Said before, there were two things. Uh huh. Not to make it, uh, not to Sibis. let go. And here's the base. This is the second one. That's that's why he says. You know, they, they. I don't know why they wrote an alpha not a base, but this is the base. The second one, the oet chisorin, is that he has this natural blemish that he He doesn't have a machshava chazaka. So he's saying. So you see, he so there's machshava chazaka and seichel. Machshava chazaka is being able to hold that. You know, some of the greatest meditation masters were not necessarily the smartest people. But they came to deep, deep feeling deep states of wisdom and insight and enlightenment, not because they meditated. It has nothing to do with smart with what people you know knowing what year Napoleon fought at Waterloo. So he's saying, so seemingly you might think that this other problem that I'm not born with Mohovaakk, it's like telling a person that, that is not very smart, to say and because and because of this natural lacking. Um, not only that, when a person is aroused, because even everybody's once in a while or feels something, right? Even when a person is aroused, even if his thought is is wakes up and his thought is focused on Hashem, and it gets stronger, it's not as strong as it's supposed to be. Let me just say what Because this is a long-winded sentence. What he's saying is, is that qual- qualitatively, this person seemingly, even when I do have an inspiration, I feel inspired. I feel aroused. I feel, I feel mamash on... Uh, that I'm, I, 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 I want to connect to Hashem. My thoughts are there. I'm in it. I'm in the zone. But he says, it's, even then, it's not as strong as it's supposed to be. It's like a person that's not as smart that he could also understand some things sometimes. But not, not deep things. And we want to get to strong machshavah. He says, <laughs> Even a person with a small brain, not as smart, could also understand some things with his limited, limited capacity. Right? So, but the piyusess is saying, besides that being an issue, besides being an issue that qualitatively, the machshav isn't as strong as it should be, and it's just like a, a person of a smaller intelligence understanding things according to his level, but it's not coming to a deeper understanding, and so, to qualitatively, the machshav is not as strong as it should be. Besides that, ela shakol machshelam more than that shakol machshav the Iraq lavad. You know how long it lasts? That 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 focusing of thought? Only when he has that arousal. And then it goes away. Right? What the Pizetzer is going to say is, His means that you're passive. He's going to say this later on even more. You know, a lot of people, like Rabbi, inspire me. Rabbi, inspire me. Right? And the truth is, Sometimes it's good to get inspiration from external sources, but ultimately, to wait to be aroused from some something outside yourself is not being a bnei machshavatov. Right? Ultimately, bnei machshavatov is a person that could arouse themselves. And he's saying, and even when a time that a person has an arousal, it goes away right away. And now he's going to contrast it to a person that does have a machshavah Chazaka, meaning what we're headed to, what we're, what we're working towards. Kolaymar, as if to say, meaning, now he's going to say the opposite. Haish b'amachshavah chazaka. It's a little hard to read. Kolaymar, as if to say, meaning to, to contrast with haish b'amachshavah chazaka. The person who does b'amachshavah chazaka, who does is able to strongly focus their thoughts and meditate. Oz b'shab when he is aroused, umis live and he goes on fire mitchazekes, his thought becomes stronger, ubara and clear. and he sees with his thoughts and with his imagination. Dimyon bnei the imagination of the, of a Jew, the child of prophets. I'm going to get back to this in a second. What does he see again? What does his thoughts get stronger, and he sees clearly in his machshavti bedimyonoi with his thoughts and with his imagination. Right? What does he see with the imagination of the he saw the children of prophets? What does he see? Es Hashem He sees God and God's throne of glory. What does that mean? So Pizas right away says, kolecha l'fi matzavei, everyone according to their level. Meaning, ultimately, the aim is to have a vision of God. Now, it doesn't mean like a Gary Larson cartoon, or, you know, a Far Side, like an old man with a long white beard. Obviously, that's not what we're talking about. But it's to to, to have to have a vision of, of that truth of Hashem somehow, everyone according to their level. And this Baal Machshavah Tovah sees Hashem in the Kisya <laughs> To the extent this Baal machshavah, besides the fact that qualitatively he mamish is able to come to such a machshavah, such a strong feeling, that he's like seeing Hashem, right? Besides that, <laughs> even after he gets excited, he could go back to his thought from before without without weakening it. Meaning he could he could stop it and start it again. He could put himself in the zone. Right? He could he could picture for himself now also God's glory in front of himself. And he's able to also arouse the Machshavu all the time. And his passion, he could arouse any time. Any time that he properly prepares himself. In other words, you know, in Halacha there's something called Biyaday. Biyaday. A person is Nehman, a person, a person is believed. Uh, if you're an Eid Echad as one witness, one of the things is it has to be Biyodai, meaning there's something that you could actually do. It's within your hand to do it. And the Altarpist speaks about this also in chapter 13 of Tani. He speaks about the same thing. To be able to inspire oneself. The Pizetz is saying that's part of being a Bnei The person in the Machshav is able at any time that he prepares himself, right, he's able to arouse that feeling, that passion, that inspiration. It's, a, it's something that one has to work on, but it's, you know, if a person comes to that place that you, you, you've trained your makshava enough, you could put yourself in the zone whenever you need to, whenever you want to. I want to just go back for a second before we go further. Um, he said a couple lines before, he said, He sees with his, with his thought and with his imagination, yisrael bnei The imagination of Jews. This children of prophets. So what does he mean over here exactly? Yisrael Yisol neviim, The imagination of Yisrael, the children of prophets. Anyone have any thoughts about that could mean? What is he trying to say here? So we can have access to prophetic vision. Yeah, we could have six no? the prophetic vision, yeah. So that, that any Jew can have access to prophetic vision. Right, that that we have that with inherent within, within us. Okay, so but what does it have to do with the imagination? Dimian Huh? What do you think? So the truth is that the Rambam says in Marnavukhim, the Rambam speaks at length, which faculty, which, which cogn- which faculty of the mind do you think uh, nevuah was most important. Which part of the which mental faculty was most important for nevuah? Imagination. kafiyeshcha. Exactly, right? We said mirrors. They 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 compared you, but not according to what you really are. Meaning everyone's imagination according to their capacity. But nevuah was within a person's imagination. That's the fa- what's imagination? You know, we're we're used to thinking that imagination is, is, is dangerous, right? Because, you know, we, imagination is very often associated with daydreaming and, or, or worse things and stuff like that. Or, but imagination is really the ability of the mind to paint a picture. And when that's harnessed properly, the Rambam says that's the kisev nevua, that's the seat, that's, the, that's what allows prophecy to, to, to sit. That's where Rav Kook has a beautiful idea in Orot. You know, Rav Cook's magnum opus Orot, he's, uh, he has an idea there where he says like this, he says, why is it that in the last generations the umanias, the arts, have been so m- much more prevalent than in previous generations? I mean, Rav Cook was the, early ni- the early, late 19th century, early 20th century, when the culture was being, you know, film and everything, it was becoming... A lot more art. It's a, why is that? Why is it so, it's so popular now? So if God goes on the whole thing when he speaks about the imaginative faculty, the imagination, then the times in the first base of until the time of the first base of from the time of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, there was Gilaielokus. There was revelations of Hashem, When they would go to the base of They would see Hashem. So the imaginative the faculty was used, mamish used. Because they would be able to have visions, they would have, they would see Hashem like the Gemara on Chagiga says Yuri Yirah, they would see God, they would be seen by God with two eyes. They would have visions, whatever that means, right? I always say that you know uh, when you, you go to a by a, El a, um, by a church, you know these 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 churches they have in Italy, these churches you go there and they have like every single almost every of your five senses is being stimulated vision there's beautiful art all over the place they have incense the smell they have choir singing right there's, it's like it's 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 trying to hit all it's like an overwhelming and and the half deal of dollars the base migdosh was that a korban was was a was a You'll forgive me saying it was a trip. Your soul connected to the animal soul and by the animal soul ascending vicariously up into heaven, your soul felt that too. It wasn't just this slaughtering animals, you know, to make a barbecue. It was a real, it was a real transmutation of souls, of your soul being connected to the animal soul. It was that all your senses, were, your imaginative faculty was utilized for kedusha. And then Rav Cook says an unbelievably controversial, radical thing. It says Then came the time of the second Beis Hamikdash and there was no longer revelation of God like there was. And Chazal knew that there would have to be hundreds of generations in exile and that we wouldn't be able to harness the imaginative faculty. So they, so to speak, put it on the side, hid it, and focused on what? Cognitive, intellectual, Gemara right? Smarts. Right? We became focused that that's the whole inning of Ter Pes Pasha to use intellect. And that's that was more portable throughout our, our throughout the centuries of exile, it was more portable to be able to have these ideas than to have these experiences of imaginative experiences. It's like uh, uh, Regina always says, that the nations that were always on their land had the most connection to meditation. Because to be able to have that type of tradition, you have to be very meditative to be able to harness the imaginative power. So if Cook says, we were the, the generations, the time of the Second Basin major. we went down into cognitive faculties so Rav Cook says over there but because when Mashiach comes like you said that's the, that we all have the capacity to be Navim and Mashiach comes we're all going to be Navim so that's why now the imagination is arousing again that's why the imagination is being so stimulated and imagine I mean this was, that was in Rav Cook's time imagine today how much the imagination is being stimulated but ultimately it's going to become the seat that we're going to become prophets through so he's saying, so this Baal Machshav chazaka, he's able, to, he's able to, to, at any whim, he's able to arouse himself. He's able to see Hashem. And at any time, it's biyodai, He's able to do whatever he wants. To hold his to the thought and not let go. Look at the words he's using. I don't know how he translates it, but L'Tzayir Lo means to picture for himself to picture in front of him God's glory that's before him. How does he write it? Do you see? I'm trying to find it. It says it says uh, and again see God's glory standing before him. we'll, we'll go back to what what God's glory? It says even after them he is no longer aflame, he can access his previous state of mind without letting it weaken and again see God's glory standing before. Him. See? See that is what he says? See, see God's the, glory. Is that the sentence? Yeah. But he's see he's God's see is not such a great translation over here. Um, wait, read the sentence one more time because I like the different word that you said. Even afterwards when he is no longer flame. Oh, the state of mind, right. He's no longer he in that state of mind. accessing previous state of mind. Right, accessing the previous it's state of mind. Needed. That's the nekuda. To be, that's, that's what B'nai Machshavah That's what we're working on. That's what we're going to work on. B'nai Machshavah is to be able to access a state of mind. To put yourself in a holy zone. Letzayr. Letzayr doesn't just mean to see. Letzayr means to picture in the mind. And you know, the Alter rebbe uses this... The, first of all, the, the first ones use the word when it came to Hashem is the Rambam. The Rambam in Perish Mishnah is, He says that the greatest of all Chochmas is to picture God's unity to yourself. Which the Alt-Rebbe picks up in Tanah chapter 33, which means... What does it mean to picture God's unity? To picture... You're thinking about... Let's say in, in Chabad, it would be... You're picturing the world. You're thinking of God's infinite light. And you're picturing how the world is within God's infinite light like the ray of the sun before it leaves the sun. That's a picture. That's that's you're using your imaginative faculty. So the Pizzetson is going to talk about how he wants to use the imaginative faculty. And this this strong thought that he holds on to, He's able to arouse at any time. A person that naturally doesn't have the strong thought Live. This, this a person that seemingly is born without this strong thought, Any time he, he, he has a feeling, he has a thought, he's moved and he is a little excited. Hurak it's only a spark. tipish like the mind of a fool, meaning it's like, it's, it's like nothing. It's, it just comes and goes. because and how much more so. Because he's missing Islam, he's missing excitement, meaning he's missing both ingredients. What are the two ingredients we're learning? Number one, lack of passion. Number two, not a strong ability to meditate. So it says, and, and so the person doesn't, is only, whenever he gets aroused, it's only a spark. And how much more so if he doesn't have excitement? So what is the, what is, if the person's mind, he doesn't, he's not excited, he's not moved by Kedusha. And he's completely, you know, dead, so to speak, inside. When it comes to Gadushi, he has no passion. And he doesn't have a strong mind. So what is his mind preoccupied with? Look what the Pizzetzer says. Only from things of this world he could think about. Bread and potatoes and business, etc. So That's what he could think about. Imagine the piazetsner, the worst thing that the piazetsner could think about, you might actually be a person that all you think about is bread and potatoes. Imagine that was the worst thing that we would be thinking about, you know? On a bad day, oh, I thought today again about bread and potatoes and business or uh, Yeah, that's, that's the piazetsner saying, that's, but that's what he's trying to say that there are some people that, that all they know is to think about things in this world. What's for breakfast? What's for lunch? What's for dinner? because a person is so completely entrenched in that, type of, in that type of way where his whole mind is just thinking about things of this world. You know, I don't want to, whatever chas v'shalom say, but, you know, it's sometimes there are some people that their whole Judaism is also about potatoes and, 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 and bread. Because you know, when a person looks at God, that their whole religion is that God is a great ATM machine in the sky. And basically, my whole Judaism is to get stuff, right? That's that's also You've you've essentially taken God and made him into. You'll forgive me for saying a sugar daddy, to use the parlance of our times, right? That, that's what that's what you made God into. And that's 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 mamish your whole that's. Possessor says that's not called a noivet Hashem. And such a person that his whole mind is that. You know when he gets excited? When he gets moved, inspired from something external. Like for instance, Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur moves you. Yom Kippur, the days of awe. It causes you to be moved. It's not coming from within inside. Which is why Chesidus talks so much about the need for an Elul. The need for an Elul. Because Roshani Yom Kippur, you know, they... they they're not you've, coming from within. You have to have an Ell to be Anilud, to be able to have the Vidaididi Vershanium Kippur. Keshabala Kippur man when, when a, a very high time comes, he wakes up, Avashiyebyodoy, that it should be in his hand. To be able to arouse his own passion with his own thought. Ulahalis to cause himself to ascend efshale. he can't do that. Right? So that the says that's the two things the two problems so to speak that we have to deal with. Number 1, what do I do if I don't feel passion? Number 2, what do I do if I don't have a strong way of thinking? I'm not able to th- I, I I don't have a strong faculty of thinking. What do I do? Um, let's just start the next ice. It's getting it's, it's, it's late, but let's just start the next ice. Ice, let's just start. Why Taka don't we have a strong thought? Why? Why is it that so many of us are born without a strong ability to meditate? Why? Here you see, he says it, what I said before. He distinguishes between machshav and seichal, Right? <laughs> machshav is not, doesn't, it's not like being smart. Machshav is not smartness. Machshav is the thought of thinking, meditating. So why don't we have a strong thought? It's not. It's not, seichel, it's not to do with smartness. love that we should say about it. that he doesn't have a sharp mind. That's not what we're looking for. We're not talking about that. It's not about smartness. We're not looking for pilpulum and chakiris, right? The is the Talmudic you know complexities. And chakiris is like, you right? We're not looking for that. Yeah, not everyone could do that. That's what we're looking for. adraba, the opposite. And that's what's amazing. The Piazzetz are saying, I'm, to- I'm talking about the opposite. adraba, the opposite of intellectual ideas. That's very Piazzetz. All we're asking for is real simple faith. Real amunapshuta. Because real Amunah is an active thing. Amuna is not something that, that we fill out on our application form. You know, when you're sending your kids, I'm orthodox. You know. It's is it's supposed to, the Balshamtav's whole Indian was Amunah. Amunah, the Balshamdu said that Amuna is Dvaikus. The act of is the act of dveikus. The active Amunah is the act of awareness of God, of, of of the truth of God's infinity. That is not Seichel. that's not smartness. In Chabad Chabad is about using whatever smartness you have to bring that Amunah into, the, into your intellect. That Use your intellect to be able to come to that, to, to have that Amunah in your intellect as well. So the Baal Shem Tev brought about the Amunah and the Alter Eber was the Chabad, was to bring it into the intellect. But the idea being that, that he's trying to say that, he's saying, I'm, I'm not talking about it having deep intellectual understandings like in Chabad. I'm not talking about that. That's not the type of meditation that I'm talking about. Just a ap'shuta Bashem, Anu That's all we're asking for. Nervas. Nervas. Ella, What are we asking? Sh'leitei amunase nelama bay That it shouldn't be hidden within us. That faith that we all have. It shouldn't be hidden. Rak rather what? Rak b'chinas Which is a positive says b'avam avinu. And he makes a plan words. The simple meaning is that he believed in God and v'achshvei le'litzdokah. But he makes a plan on words. He should be thinking about his emunah. Top, let's stop over here because this is a deep idea and we'll start with this next week. So it's really that yeah. first of all there is there's no passion to begin with. Yeah. And the second thing is we don't have the capacity to hold on to it. You do get it correct and that's that's a natural and he says even right. when we do have a machshava when we are able to arouse ourselves it's not strong right not only that it doesn't last but even when you have it it's, it's not like strong weak. The signals, weak. So so it's, signals it's a weak. natural deficit correct but it's not Good the work. kind that you can't work on you correct this exactly. Is something you can build up. Exactly, because it's not—it's not it's Not SAT smart. It's not SAT smart. Like it's not—it's right. not, it's not math and science. It's not you know, uh, you know, who's, who is, who. It's—it's literally the like an exercising a muscle, like we've right. spoken about. It's exercising a muscle. Which is weak. Yeah. We got to exercise. Yeah, we have to, and that's—that's that's exactly the words he's going to use in a couple of lines. La that's meaning that we have to exercise. That's literally the words that he's going to use. And again, and that's you know, that's what the whole book is about. Tough. Anyone else wanna say something? Question? Comments? Witticism?